The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Tyson. This is John. This is Rebecca. This is Nick. This is still Tom. This is Lucas. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Robot Podcast. Record scratch! <laughs> 2018 remix! You're probably wondering how I got here. Yep, that's me. Sitting at a podcast table at age 33 in a basement. You're probably wondering to yourself, how did I get here? Jingle, jangle, jingle, jangle. What if we were in the middle of a show, Lucas? Put it on in the background, man. Also, we have a podcast guy who could just throw that in. <laughs> they call me a podcast production engineer. I just like to help my boy Tom out. Oh, I appreciate um, the help. Actually, hey, welcome to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse fan cast. <laughs> I'm your host, Rebecca, also what? known as Spider-Rebecca. Go around the table and list our spider names. Do that. Yes, Spider Tyson. What's your origin story? Go. Uh, well, so I was laying on my couch with a bag of potato chips. Yes. Mm, get those chips, girl. There was a radioactive spider <laughs> in those potato chips. Came on okay. down. Okay. So I turned into Lethargic Spider. <laughs> Lethargic Spider. <laughs> cool story, Spider Lucas. What's your origin story? Go. I don't. I don't know, Rebecca. I'm oh, sorry. Yes, and me doing the... play in the space that we've created. Take the enthusiasm level down a notch. I'm trying, Jesus. but like, uh, I'm trying to make it entertaining for our listeners. We're lethargic spider over here, and Lucas. We spent the whole year Tom, not considering Tom our listeners. Why are we gonna start now? Yeah. Where, where the fuck you come from with this? I just graduated from Hype University, so I'm all set. <laughs> like, I know I've been. I got my associates in Hype. <laughs> But I don't remember us ever giving a shit. You guys want to hear my origin story? Yeah, Spider Tom, what's your origin story? Go. So I was jerking it. <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a spider bit me. You asked for this. Nah. Now you know what my webs are. <laughs> Jizz? Okay, welcome to, to Spider Man Fancast. Uh, first question on the agenda. Hold on. First, there will be spoilers. So yeah, if you haven't seen spoilers. the movie yet or whatever, you're waiting to see it during Christmas, um, wait to listen to this episode. That's your one and only warning. I already signed a waiver. Let's do this. Yeah. Okay, first up on the agenda. We all want to spuck Dilf Spider-Man, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. A what? What did you say? We want, to sp- we want to fuck Dilf Spider-Man. Oh, uh, there's a Dilf Spider-Man? Oh, Heck yeah. yeah. Chubby sweatpants Spider-Man. <laughs> it's like oh. the, the dream man. Oof, a so, As I understand it, internally, they refer to him as Burrito Spider-Man. Burrito Spider-Man. Also, um, <laughs> so that just... Also voiced by Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson was also... Uh, a brilliantly uh, voiced, I, I think is the term. I think my favorite Peter Parker. I think this is the most comfortable podcast I've ever done. Right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> and guess what? Like when you rock back and forth? No. To taint none squeaking. Oh, yeah, this is the new creek. Squeeze the new creek. pants back on. The, hey, I'm wearing sweats <laughs> just like my new favorite superhero. <laughs> we need a Dilf sweats. Spider-Man. I know I told you guys, we need a sweats action figure Peter Parker. Yes. It's, that seems like such an obvious miss in the t- mm-hmm. toy marketing. Mm-hmm. Like you know what they were too busy focusing. <laughs> they were too busy focusing on every single goddamn frame of this movie. Yeah, to f- really focus on anything else. It's bonkers. Like Tyson and I were talking a little bit before. It is. 
There, there's minor. You could really, if you if you looked, pick apart little plot things here and there. But for the most part, I would say this is like a perfect like, comic guess, book Spider-Man movie. Sony is trying to is going to patent this animation style. Trying yep. to, yeah. Trying to. I mean, it's pretty gorgeous, so yeah. they oh should. And like all the like the little minor. All right, all right, hold on. I feel like we should we need to organize this. So no. Let's talk about the look and feel of the film first. Should we should we do that? Overall aesthetic. Oh, I can Boom. sum it up. Dope as fuck. Yes. Noise. Moving on. Moving on. on. <laughs> Welcome to hype, you um, bitches. So my favorite part is all like the minor things that like you just happen to catch. Um, like when someone shoots a web out, like sometimes there'll be the little word thwip. Like oh, and when he throws a bagel it, and it hits the scientist, it goes yeah. bagel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it, but it doesn't happen like every time. Like mm-hmm. it's just totally random, but it just, it gives it such a nice comic book feel touch. I really dug to the, when something was out of focus, like a person or character, they would duplicate. I don't know if you caught this. They dupl- duplicate or triplicate the, the layer and then make it slightly out of focus and yep. move it. Kind of yep. like half tones. Yeah. Oh, it was perfect. Um, the uh, the color palette. Yeah, there were dots. Yeah, the what, what's that called? There's half tones. Half tones. Yeah. Um, dots. The the color palette of the movie was freaking gorgeous. Did as they well. put ginger in the film to occasionally clean the palette? So moving no, on. They got, they got they <laughs> a sorbet. I thought they did a good job too of each nice character having its own style from the different universes without clashing. Yeah, and I was worried about that from the trailers, like specifically mm-hmm. Peter Porker, because mm-hmm. he he's like out of all of them, I feel like perhaps the most disjointed in the animation style for sure. But the way that they just kind of like disjointed. How do you mean? Like he's very Looney Tunes cartoony. Yeah. In his animation style. Yeah. And that's not the way of the animation style for everybody else. everything and everybody else. Yeah. So he sticks out, but in like a good way. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was worried about it in the trailer. Like, mm-hmm. how's this going to look and feel? But like, this is going to, I never thought I would say this. They handled Peter Porker in this movie <laughs> extremely well. Like, and John Mulaney, holy shit. I watched a, his interview on, um, Oh shoot! What show was it? I don't remember what show it was, but he was interviewing about how he like got the role, and they wouldn't tell him what movie he was in, and they wouldn't tell him what character he was being. They were just like, "You are a superhero pig," <laughs> and um, like they couldn't tell him anything about the movie, but they would like give him lines, and they're like, "Okay, just have fun with it." And he was like riffing and saying a lot of expletives and like well how the fuck you think you're gonna do that (laughs) and they were and he was doing it for like 10 minutes and he's like by the way what's the age Age. range on this movie (laughs) and they were like we're going for like a pg rating it's like cool so none of that that i just said could be used they're like no but we just wanted you to have fun (laughs) um the action the animation of the action sequences is fucking great like you always can like clearly tell what's going on Mm -hmm. it's like super kinetic uh great camera angles mm-hmm. um yeah i just I, I was blown away from frame one mm-hmm. i would love to watch like a two and a half hour tech breakdown of like what they did to oh my God. deliver this there's film. a there's an art book about oh. the movie that i really want yeah, we got a preview of it it looks dope oh i want it I'll shoot it to you guys. It's it's cool. really cool. Mm-hmm. It dives into some of the character sketches, awesome. the key figure, but then also the animation technique and some of the team members. I follow a lot of animators on Twitter, and they are going 
bananas mm-hmm. for for this movie. Oh yeah, like all of a uh, like a bunch of artists that I follow, both like some comic book artists like uh, Scotty Young, and then um, uh, like J. Scott Campbell. Um, I know he's not a comic book artist per se, but um, and then just a bunch of just artists that I've happened across. Like the week that movie came out. Just everybody just doing Spider Verse <laughs> fan art. It yep. was and it was it was great too. Like it was, they did a great job introducing characters. I didn't know how they'd make it to a bigger screen. Miles Morales, uh, uh, Spider Gwen, my sweet boy Miles. He must be protected. I can't remember Crime the name Noir, of Spider Man, uh, the gentleman that that voiced Miles, but he's what perfect. A fucking amazing job. Mm-hmm. Like, and that, that's the thing too is the voice acting in this film is absolutely incredible for one who they got and how well they fit each of the characters mm-hmm. and the different tone and feel even moving from the i don't know what number this universe is but moving between this and then the peter b parker that i assume is from the 616 universe yeah, they said peter that's b. our peter parker is yeah. 616 miles morales one is 666 <laughs> no it's like uh it's the ultimate universe yeah six six is it ultimate in this? Are they considering it ultimate? Because mm-hmm. I and I knew Peter B. Parker because when they show like the computer screen of all the worlds smashing together, up in the top left, there's six one six. Well, um, and the whole thing, every damn frame has an Easter egg in it. Yep. And like I watched a like thirty minute long video that referenced or tried to reference as many Easter eggs as they could. And in the comments, there's just, oh, but you also missed this. Oh, and you also missed this. Oh, and you also missed this. Like, how, how could you even put together such a video, like, without paying to go see this movie? It'd have like, to be like, times. do you remember that pop-up video on VH1 way back when? It'd have would, to be a feature like that on the DVD. I would pay to watch this movie that way. I'm just I like, <laughs> check this out, check that out, check like, this out. I can't wait to watch it again just to, like, catch all of the stuff that i missed the first time well you're just so overwhelmed with the movie i think in in a good way because for one it's this gorgeous new animation style the soundtrack is fucking amazing the acting is great the story is great like you're just so overwhelmed with everything it's hard to drink it all in but also like so it's accessible to i think everyone um like we're obviously comic book fans um but also you take a kid to see it they're gonna be like yeah Mm spider-man this is fun my four-year-old she fucking loved this movie yeah hated wreck it ralph 2 rightfully so (laughs) loved this movie she got a little freaked out during uh uh when his uncle was trying to kill like so when well uh, yeah yeah. that's scary yeah and then like and then she kept asking me questions about like why is his uncle a bad guy and i was like oh we'll it's a whole that. life's complicated <laughs> yeah it's a whole thing they did i thought they did an amazing job with miles his origin story and opening up spider-man as a character to a much wider audience mm-hmm. that was a big thing that stanley talked about um was that the reason he feels like spider-man took off outside of being an everyman and peter parker is that he's head to toe in a costume so anybody can imagine themselves as them batman you see his chin superman you see his whole face you know they're white dudes Spider-Man could be anybody. So digging that in further with Miles and then Spider-Gwen, which was super cool. At the funeral, and MJ is like, you know, we are all Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I am. And the guy's like, I don't think she, she was like you specifically. Yeah. <laughs> specifically. <laughs> but also, how about that damn Stan Lee cameo? I think that's yeah. my favorite Stan oh, Lee cameo. Oh, my God. And for perfect. like a last Stan Lee cameo. Yeah. 
Oh, mwah. almost like it was knew. like perfection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was like a part of me like, was that actually Stanley's voice or was this? Done I'm pretty after? sure it was. Oh, I'm sure it was. Yeah. It's was just like it, it fit with his passing. Like it just like you said, the perfect last cameo Stanley will do. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I bet he's in Captain Marvel. He's in uh, Avengers for sure, so I'm sure he's in Captain yeah. Marvel. Well, either, either way, like one of the last ones that one, you'll do. But like, yeah, I think this, like this one, it was like a, immediately following. It was a his really death. nice, like, um, epilogue style mm-hmm. cameo. Well, it was so his good. most profound cameo. Like it was, yeah. You know, it was it, profound. It wasn't just like him DJing at a titty bar. Yeah, you know? exactly. Him <laughs> playing his message in there. He, he was yeah. that. That's giving... profound as well. I just <laughs> want to be clear. <laughs> One of the big awesome. under <laughs> right. One of the big themes for Spider-Man's character, because it's like you're saying, most of the time he's just like a punchline. Oh, look, he's Hugh Hefner. Oh, he's a DJ. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is like, no, he's taking the heart of this character. Oh my god, it was so good. Uh, how about suicidal Spider-Man? Huh? Yeah, that was fucking that was... dark. Yeah, Holy like, like I was really not, glad like that they not, did it. Like right there in front of your face, but like when you think about it, like well, yo, b- dog. Before we even get yeah. there, can we talk about just like fucking killing Spider-Man off in the first? What? Should we? Let's move into it then. Let's talk plot. Yeah. So, 15 minutes into the movie, Spider-Man, like the Spider-Man of this universe, mm-hmm. fucking dies. Kingpin crushes him to death. Chris Pine, which I didn't know. I yeah. I assumed it was mm-hmm. what's his face playing both of the Peter and the Peter B. Parkers. Oh, so no. they did a good job there, which I which I did think was a little weird because all the other like so Norse. Well, I guess none of them are Peter Parker's. So I guess that's not a thing, but it varies. But yeah. Uh, and I, I kind of like the that he was a bit more successful of mm-hmm. a of a Spider-Man. And I think talking to one of my friends, I think that um, he was outed. I think people knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man because Miles is reading an amazing Spider-Man comic about like his origin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think that he was successful enough and that's part of the reason why he really lays into Miles like, hey, like, keep your identity secret. Don't tell anybody. Wear a mask. Yeah. I'll be back. Let me finish fighting this guy. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was I was surprised that he died. Yeah, I was kind of curious about that because I'm like, this is not the Spider-Man that has been shown the most in the trailers, mm-hmm. like swinging through the forest with him and everything like that. So I'm one like, and then during that fight, I'm like, oh shit, they're gonna fucking kill off the Spider-Man of this universe, mm-hmm. and like uh, also like the introduction of each of the characters. So like that first introduction of Spider-Man going through all those snippets like where they borrow from like the Raimi movies you know mm-hmm. him stopping the train mm-hmm. like all that kind of stuff like that was fucking great oh yeah and then I laughed so hard at the dance sequence oh the, yeah yeah, you know? yeah I, and I did this but we don't talk about that that much <laughs> um but yeah so so they kill off uh this universe of Spider-Man Peter P. Parker no it's just Peter Parker I don't think he's got a middle initial oh blonde Peter Parker blonde yeah. Peter Parker and when I saw his blue eyes I was like ah okay yeah yeah um, and so the Peter Parker that we get through the rest That's of the movie. That's a weird detail. What? This Spider-Man has blue eyes. Yeah, Obviously this Spider-Man. Because he has blue eyes and blonde hair. I thought he was going to be Ben Riley. But that's that's part of the reason because uh, Peter Parker is as average as you get. Brown eyes, brown hair, 5'10". Like just, just, Shit, I'm... is that you? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that's true. So the, the Spider-Man that we get throughout this movie 
uh, that plays mentor to Miles Morales is from the 616, which for those of you who begrudgingly don't... plays mentor. Yes, begrudgingly. Start. Yes. Um, is from the 616 universe for those unaware of all the different universes. 616. You as the student and me as the teacher who could still do it. <laughs> and you as the student that can do it, but not quite as good. So yeah, so we get sweatpants wearing, His lines pizza gorging, divorced from his wife. Because he's living in an apartment being sad about him, being sorry for himself. Yeah, and he's gotten and, chubby. And fucking yeah. suicidal. That whole sequence hit pretty hard. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, like that was... I've been there. <laughs> well, even yeah, even then, like, where I haven't been there... Lucas like, is Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, watching that sequence of just that super depressing version of Spider-Man, like, Jesus Christ, like... <laughs> and, and I mean, like, the thing is, is all of those things have happened to him in the comic books at mm-hmm. one point or another, you know, across various storylines. But to catch yeah. him, like, like literally, at, this Spider-Man gets sucked into this universe to begrudgingly mentor Miles at his lowest point. Mm-hmm. Like, he is... Give me... Yeah. Like, he has given up. Well, and, like, the whole reason that he and MJ, like, divorce is because... He doesn't want kids. He's afraid to have them. And then later on in the movie, he's I like, oh my that. God, do I want kids? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Do no, I no. want kids? <laughs> um, well, it, it was that. And then I it was also, um, he alluded to the fact that he was off being Spider-Man too much. Because mm. he mentions, mm-hmm. um, um, he's like, and I've saved the world like uh, thousands of times. Like, mm-hmm. And then he says, maybe too much. And then it yeah. immediately cuts to him and his wife uh, signing divorce papers. Yeah. And then they talk. he talks about the kid thing. I loved how, uh, not dejected, but how kind of, I wouldn't even say jaded, but just how in the rut of it he was. Where he's like, all right, just give me the goober. It's like, what? Give you the what? I, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be a this. It could be a that. It just, yeah. It's the thing that stops the bad guy. Give, give me, me the, the MacGuffin. <laughs> and then when he's in the, the heating vents and he's like, oh, he's not going to accept that. He's going to say, give it to me in 24 hours. And uh, I thought he was great. Yeah. Um, and then uh, oh, there's just so much about well, this. I don't want to just talk about, like, talk about the whole thing. Well, I think we should hit like favorite moments. I don't want to just say what the whole movie oh, was. Oh man, Spider-Gwen shows up and the guitar riff. <laughs> color scheme shifts. Yeah, I loved all the intros for each of the characters mm-hmm. when they came yeah, in too. Like, all right, let's, Miles. let's start. Mm-hmm. Let's start from the beginning. Like, and then like at the end with for Miles, like, all right, one last time. And like the, uh, that was great. Um, yeah, Spider-Gwen. So let me ask you, because that's a character that mm-hmm. I think you've enjoyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How was it seeing her on screen for the first time? Um, It was, it was nice. I mean... I don't know because I've been watching like Marvel Secret Warriors. Oh, Edith fucking loves that show. It's so good, but like Spider Gwen's in it, and uh. like I do wish we got a little bit more of like Spider Gwen as Gwen Stacy. Mm. Um, like, and I understand we can't have a backstory, like we can't have a backstory origin story long segment yeah. for everybody. Mm. Whoa, whoa! You want a kid of mixed heritage? And a woman to be the focus of the same pick film. Your, pick your characters, <laughs> lady. I kind of was hoping that there would be more of a moment between her and Peter. I did really love that they didn't like shoehorn in a romance, like especially at the yeah. end when they're about to like send her back to the universe, and she's like, "I don't really do friends," because in her origin story, like her best mm-hmm. friend Peter dies and by her hand, by her hand, and yeah. she like is like, "Okay, no friends. I just don't have friends." Yeah, and. Then at the end, when he's about to send her back, she they, Miles is like friends, and she's like friends. Yeah, and I'm it's like a good character arc for her. Just platonic relationships. Yeah, let's enjoy this. That yeah. can't happen. But like, but I also <laughs> scientifically impossible. Yep. But I, I I do feel like that there was like a little bit of like cutesy teenage like 
uh, like not romance, but like like awkwardness. Yeah, like awkwardness mm-hmm. between the two. But like I, I agree, it was pl- ultimately it was platonic. But I feel like that there was still a, just a little bit of that. I mean, they're both teenagers. Mm-hmm. Like you can like throughout the movie, there's like little like itty bitty things where it's like like you feel like they might be attracted to one another, but it's never the focus, mm-hmm. and it certainly doesn't drive her character in any way. Yeah. Nor is it like anything that she even ever. And I also like really like that that like she totally. and Peter B. Parker are like. We're spider people. Yeah. Like, this is our job. Yeah. Like, we know what We've the been fuck doing we're doing. We know what the fuck we're yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. I do feel like that mm-hmm. that was, like, for me, the one missed opportunity out of this whole movie. And it's minor. And it by no means took me out of the movie or would not make me give it a 12 Zell out Zealot, get out! Uh, um, is that... I do feel like that there could have been some reaction from Peter B. Parker yeah. when she takes her mask off and it's Gwen. Mm-hmm. Because that's such a big part of his life. And even though it's, like, this teenage Gwen... Like, obviously, like, I'm not asking for anything weird, but for him just to even, like, give a look, like, kind of like, well, and here's what I want. Yeah, holy shit. And I get that at that point in his life, he's probably moved, he's dealt with the grief of Gwen, but still. I still think you would have a reaction. Something. I did. And I uh, I gather that there there is, sorry to cut you off, I gather there is, like, a 15 minute longer version that will be coming out that'll include some of that stuff. Um, when they're fighting at the Alchemax labs, um, there's a Gwen Stacy there. And I want to know because when... I thought that was her, though. Mm. It's her. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. That's that's her. She works there. She... No, how? How, though? Because she gets sent, she gets sent from like her she universe and in. she gets sent a week back. And that's why she's at the school because her spidey sense is telling her to go to the school. Okay, well, she may not work there, but that's her. She may have snuck in, like, in disguise. Hmm. I think she snuck in. And that's where the spider that bit Miles came from, too. Right. So I would guess that she probably started figuring out, like, See, I need to I be had, here. I had assumed that it was that universe's actual Gwen Stacy. No, it's her because she's already on the trail of everything that's going on. Like, everything mm-hmm. that Miles and Peter B. Parker figure out up to that point, she's like... Okay, cool. You're caught up. (laughs) You know, I already know all this shit. Yeah, you're in the way. Um, I will say this too, like the the individual styles of each of the Spider Men, even between like the the present day human ones, so Miles, Peter, and Gwen, Mm -hmm. um, they're different styles of being Spider Man. Obviously, Miles doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, so you you can or cannot call this like she even says that she's like, Mm -hmm. "Can you fight crime with the grace of a dancer or something like that?" And when she says that, (laughs) if you watch her, her. Yeah, her fight style is... She's so, she's like... She's like a ballerina. Yeah. It's just these fluid, like, super graceful, soft movements. <laughs> and it's it's awesome. And But then, like, Peter's is, like... I love the bit with him before they go fight, where he's, like, stretching on the tree, and he's like... Oh, like <laughs> and everything's, like, cracking and, like... <laughs> yeah, it's, like, what you're getting into. He's very much, like, a veteran of this, but he's not doing anything fancy. Just yeah. get the job done. Yeah, just get the job done. I'm tired of this shit. Like, I want to go back. When he's flirting with Otto and he's... Such a minor thing, but, like, when he's, like, telling him to, like, get the info from the computer and Miles just grabs the computer (laughs) and and the the monitor. monitor. (laughs) And he's, like, running... Invisible Miles Morales running with the computer and a monitor. And eventually Peter's like, first of all, don't need this. (laughs) Yeah, good news, don't need this. Good news, you don't need the monitor. (laughs) Because I even thought that, too. I was like, what the fuck is he taking the monitor for? (laughs) I loved when he was flirting with what uh, we find out to be Octavius. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, this is fascinating. You know, you Which came through and you so gained all this clues. weight. And he's like, yeah, I was much flatter before. <laughs> there are so many just... clues into her being 
um, Doc Ock because mm-hmm. her glasses are octagons. The mm-hmm. lights are octagons. The last mm-hmm. number of her password is an eight. Just like there's so much. I'll be honest. I didn't catch any of that shit. Like when yeah, she was awesome. revealed no, I didn't catch to any be of that an either. Octavius. I was genuinely surprised. I was too. I thought that was a cool twist. But yeah. then like I was watching a like that same video and they're like, there are a ton of clues to let you know. There are a, like there's eights everywhere. Yeah. No, that's oh. rad. Um, the villains were all great. Uh, Spider-Man Noir. Fucking. First time I gave a shit Nicolas about Cage. Spider-Man Noir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, he was he was great. He was like the playing the straight man and uh, like being overly dramatic about everything. Including and all the of Rubik's his, Cube. Yeah. Like, I'm taking, I'm taking this. I'm t- I don't know. I don't ex- I don't understand it. Yeah, what, he doesn't see color. Yeah. Like, Wait, this is what color? Is this red? No, that's purple. Yeah. Uh, he was great. And then I, I had no fucking clue who. Uh, I don't remember what her name Penny? was. Penny, Penny and then Spider Penny Parker. Which, it's S P forward slash forward yeah. slash. Yeah. To, to, to I say liked spider. her. Yeah, I liked her little sp- that she and the spider were friends. Spider. Yeah, and yeah. that he was like the, the spider. And that they know, were the truly saddened to lose their robot. Their little companion. robot. Yeah. Well, and I was bummed. I'm like, well, the spider's okay, right? Like, yeah, me cause, too. Because the because the robot companion is just the spider, right? It's the spider in. In, in the suit. I think it's, yeah, her yeah. controlling it. Yeah. So if, if the spider's okay, like, you can get another suit for a little Spidey. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's going to be okay. Like, yeah. I was I was very relieved when the spider was okay. But I thought that was cool. I've never been exposed to that version of quote-unquote quote, Spider-Man. Read, uh, so for Spider-Geddon, they did a little, the comic series, they did a, a bunch of one-shots leading up to it with five different characters, similar to where Spider-Gwen was introduced. So that character was introduced back then, but then they did another issue uh, in this new run. And the intro- so she's like a, think Pacific Rim. So she fights giant monsters in oh, that okay. suit. And they introduce a new suit that's essentially Venom uh, that takes over the the person that's trying to run it and becomes evil. It's really great. You should hmm. look it up. I think it's the second it or third issue. She's um, a fun character. Yeah. Can you explain to me the post-credit scene? Mm-hmm. Would you like me to? Yeah. So I that's would. Spider-Man 2099. Who he the big bad guy in his universe is Alchemix, uh-huh. um, and so he got the it, he made a gadget to be able to jump between universes. Oh. So that's why he was who he's talking to is the AI trying to figure out where they were going to go first. So he jumped to the sixty seven universe, which is a cartoon from yeah, nineteen sixty seven. And yeah, when he shows up, he gets in an argument, which is right. basically that internet meme. But Spider Man twenty ninety nine has actually been pretty like. I, I was a fan of it when it's it happened. Cool. It, it was in the 90s. So in the 90s, Marvel Comics did a bunch of 2099 series. So you had Spider-Man 2099, Punisher 2099, Daredevil 2099. And then I think they even like rebooted them like in the early aughts. Like I can't remember because there was the, the Daredevil one was fucking great because it turns out that Daredevil. Did you pick up that term in Nam? What? <laughs> the aughts. The arts. Oh. That's what they're called, though. It's yeah. weird. That's yeah. weird as I mean, I'm not saying like it's it. not weird. It's just what they're called. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> tell me about Daredevil. So Daredevil 2099 is actually not the descendant of Matt Murdock. It's the descendant of Wilson Fisk. Uh, that's yeah. that's the Daredevil. And it's a really cool storyline of him. It's kind of like a uh, like a Luke Skywalker sort of thing where like he's trying to do good and he genuinely wants to clean up the city. But he's also trying to battle against like what grandpa was all about and ultimately his father was all about too and and how Hmm. they ran the city so but like the cool thing is is he is the mob boss as well 
So mm. he's the mob boss and he's Daredevil. That's pretty cool. How did he stop his grandpa? Did he run him over with a reindeer? So he, never, with, he never stopped his grandpa. So with Spider-Man 2099, oh. it's been, they've been tying more into it in the comics recently. Mm-hmm. If you remember, Doc Ock takes over Peter's body as the superior Spider-Man. And while he's superior right. Spider-Man, he starts Parker Industries, which is this huge big company. Right. Very successful. Well, when Peter Parker takes his body back, of course, he fucks it all up because he's Peter Parker and... The whole company goes under, and they have to sell it. And when they sell it, it gets restructured as Alchemex. So Park Peter Parker is responsible for this big evil corporation. And Spider-Man twenty ninety nine. I can't remember his name. It's Miguel Miguel so, O'Hara. So he's not a descendant of Peter Parker. No, but he. Um, I don't know if that answers any of your questions. Fucking Oscar Isaac was in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was Spider-Man twenty ninety nine, and that right? was Stanley. Um, but Spider-Man twenty ninety nine. Um, he will be a cool addition in the sequel mm-hmm. um, because he's going to be something that the other Spider-Man have to also deal with because he is very much like a Punisher style Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He doesn't actively go out to try to kill his villains, but if he has like, if what he has to do to stop them is killing them, then he has no problems with it. And if they happen to die from him battling that, like he, he doesn't, he doesn't hold back. And so if they happen to die, Okay, like he'll kind of try to not do it, but like those mm-hmm. those big spikes on his arm, like those are there solely to fuck people up. Like they what? have no other purpose. Um, and he has some additional powers as well. Um, he he's actually the one. So he was the first Spider-Man in the comic books to have the organic web shooters. Gotcha. So that's where that kind of concept came from. That was like kind of made bigger in Raimi's movies mm-hmm. um, but he has the organic spider uh, or the, the organic web shooters he's got all the same uh, powers as spider-man um, but I think he's like a little bit stronger and I think he's got some sort of like um, kind of like Miles's stinger thing mm-hmm. like I think he's got something like that too yeah the venom strike yeah the venom strike thing so I think um, they've they've confirmed that they're going to do a sequel and they're doing a spin-off with just the female spider-man characters <laughs> I really, Silk, really Gwen, hope Spider Woman. Those would be two. I really, really hope that they move towards. I hope it's not too adult, but I hope they move towards doing Morlin and having Morlin be the the big bad for the the second movie because he hunts the spider totems and that's what started the original Spider Verse comic stuff. That'd and that cool. would give them a reason for the twenty ninety nine Spider Man to go find them all and say, "Hey, this guy's coming. We got to team up to fight this thing." I would love to see if they if they're doing a sequel with all just the female. Uh, spider-woman uh characters um i would love to see is it jessica drew or spider-woman yeah That's yeah spider-woman. like that spider-woman with the with the red and yellow like, yeah, i would so love yeah, to see that so version. spider mm-hmm. yeah so she's in that one. Oh, okay so it's spider-woman spider-gwen and silk mm-hmm. yeah and and it'll then, be interesting to see them i wonder if they'll bring silk. penny into that though because if they bring in silk they'd have to bring in uh that's she's tied directly to moreland yeah, too. silk is yeah directly tied to moreland like she exists because of him or something like that yeah she got bit right after peter but ended up in a bunker yeah. she took ezekiel's uh offer but I, we don't have to get into that i've i loved it so yeah, you to, should you should read you should more. read silk it's really good silks i liked a lot Related so, comicsology is having 80% off most Marvel comics right now. So if you need to get some comic oh, books, go do it. Damn girl. Um, get a girl. So before we wrap up spider talk and move into other shitty talk, um, <laughs> just final ratings, final thoughts. I don't, I don't know. Like it's, it was such a, I mean, let me put it this way. I loved Avengers infinity war for a lot of fucking reasons this year. And it's still 
like it's still great but i'm not saying i like spider-verse more but apples and oranges it, it is kind of apples and oranges but for me and from like for my money's worth spider-verse was pretty much flawless like any little nitpicky thing i mean, and i i could sit here with you guys and we could probably nitpick the hell out of this movie but why but why and because and also like those things would be such like comic book nerdy deep cut things to complain about or to even like not even to complain about just to like pick apart um it was it's one of those instances where it's i sat down and i watched a movie and i walked out of it, i was like i am like 150 percent okay with everything that just happened on that screen like mm -hmm. it was it hit all the right notes the plot was perfect the st character story arcs were perfect like they, they did a perfect balance like because so many characters had an arc over the course of that movie mm -hmm. um i think they just they nailed it out of the park like and they plus like i know i know that there has Parker. been i've done that before it's real uncomfortable <laughs> um a large uh, non-white segment of this country have been clamoring for a Miles Morales on the big screen for a long time. And like, I don't want to speak for them at all, but everything that I've read from like uh, black or Latinx or, you know, whatever, like reviewers and writers and stuff have been over the moon about it. And I'm glad that there's going to be a generation of, you know, little black kids or little Hispanic kids that like get to grow up and see that Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. on the screen like that that might be their first spider-man movie that they ever see on the big screen and i think that's awesome lucas i liked it a lot um i think out of all the spider-man movies homecoming was really really good but i feel like it's it's it hit the idea of who spider-man is the the closest especially like stanley's whole bit and talking about how it's and um like mj talking at the the hair eulogy for Spider-Man that, you know, Peter was just got bit by a spider, but he's just any other guy and he's just trying to mm -hmm. do his best. I, everything about the, the heart of the movie and what tied these characters together as separate, uh, spider people. I, I don't know. I loved it. I thought it was perfect comic book movie. One of the best Spider-Man movies. And I, I can see too, that, uh, the this is helping the pendulum swing a little bit for sony you know homecoming was really good venom was what it was but then i, th I think spider-man is not going anywhere i think it'll stay with sony especially after this which is fine as long as like they can keep allowing him to play in the marvel universe like as far as like the live action stuff goes i'd be surprised if they pulled out at this point but i just i i liked it a lot um i could talk about it all day yeah and uh tom you're seeing it tomorrow Cannot fucking wait. Uh, Miles Morales is my favorite Spider-Man, so oh. I am stoked. He's really great. You will, you will not be disappointed. Cool, because yeah. I like I loved the ultimate run with him. Like I loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Bendis was a big voice in this. Well, uh, and with the scripts and everything, and helped out making sure that they were true to Miles Morales as a character. Well, and just as a note too, with Miles Morales's origin story in the Ultimate Universe, he comes in after Peter Parker dies. Um, but it's right. a younger Peter Parker. It's a college age Peter Parker, mm -hmm. right? Or nope, he's in high school. Late high school. He's okay. like fifteen. Okay, so he dies, and then they introduce Miles. Right. I thought this was a cool way. Instead of just covering that origin story in the movie, like this was a cool way to do it, where he still takes up the mantle of Spider Man after Peter dies, but it's a different version mm. of that story. But it works super well. Do they breach? Because like I know his dad's a cop in this movie, and I guess I'll see it tomorrow. But like, do they? Because in the 
in the comics, like his dad is very anti-superhero, right? His Do dad's they... very anti-vigilante. Uh, vigilante, vigilante. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the movie's the same. Cool. Yeah, yeah, and his mom's a nurse, just like in the comics. Perfect. They, I'd say outside of the Peter Parker being a slightly different one that dies, it's Miles's origin is almost the same. Nope. Yep. And mm-hmm. the, including like the Prowler, who's yeah, awesome. that's cool. Yeah. Okay, I really like that in the They're comics. Very too. True, I mean, they they took it and it's like let's take all these great parts about Miles's uh, origin story and let's adapt a couple minor points about it for this movie. But other than that, I mean, it's a, you know, aside from like the small details of what's Spider-Man's age when he dies and right. like stuff like that, it's all like tone perfect to Miles's origin story. Cool. Uh, yeah. 11 out of 10. Let's see again. Uh, movies that I would not see again. Um, and characters I don't oh. give a shit about. I saw the Aquaman yesterday and, uh, is it as bad as the trailer made it look? It's not good. Hmm. And maybe I just... <laughs> Which is literally the opposite of everything I'm hearing right now. Wait, so maybe it was because I had the world's worst headache. And as soon as the movie ended, I immediately ran home and threw up. Hmm. Not because of the movie, but like <laughs> I was like sitting there for two hours going, God, is this movie over so I can go home and throw up? <laughs> um, well, that's not a good way to watch a movie. Yeah, that's yeah. probably not going to help the movie. <laughs> Um, no, it's, all the stuff uh, I've heard though is like, hey, it's great and fun. It's not like the best movie, but it's better than most of the DC movies, which for me isn't enough to care. Like, I still want to, I don't want to be a dick about no, it, but it's like, I'm already burned out on Marvel movies. There's right. no more. Why do, why do I care about any of these characters? The only characters I care about are Aquaman's parents. The only <laughs> scenes I liked were the Nicole Kidman fight scenes and the scene where an octopus plays the bongos at a death match. And if you think Whoa. that last one's a lie, it's not. Whoa. That's in there. I'm, I'm actually in for that scene. <laughs> that's actually, that seems like like pure Aquaman. Yeah, like, I think There's just... a fight to become the ocean master. Well, you got to have a... And then suddenly it's Indiana Jones and then... And there's a Roy Orbison song. And then Jason Momoa's shirt's off again. And why is he swimming in jeans? But when do we get the bongdopus? Like, can we not call it that? No, we're going to. It's canon. It's canon. During, PSR canon. During the death match between Jason Momoa and what I have dubbed as Draco Malsea. Because he's Draco Malfoy of the sea. So, so he lives in the sea's basement. So yes. obviously I haven't seen the movie yet. I think Tiff and I are going to go try seeing it this weekend and like i'm interested like i want to see it she she seems to be a little bit more interested than i am which i find kind of weird because she's never really talked about aquaman before well then you obviously don't understand her motivations (laughs) no i mean okay (laughs) look tyson your lady's thirsty that's all there's to it (laughs) that's fair she got a thirst that needs to be quenched choose scenery for two and a half hours like in a good way it's hey we got jason momoa now just give him things to say but i mean like is he likable yeah, I like, guess because like, he's like, Aquaman. But like, there's no, no reason. But, there's no, like... I mean, like his acting, like it, like him is a character, like re- movie and plot, like removed. No, like, no, I know what you're saying, and no, he's not because you're. Why do I care about him? Okay. You see him as a kid. You see him as a baby. You see him as a kid. Cool. And then suddenly he's saving submarines. Why? Because he feels spank bank material. They never ever go into why is he doing what why 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 is he Aquamaning why are you doing this? Um, fair question. So here's here's my gripe again. Haven't seen it, but like as far as like the whole <laughs> DC universe stuff goes, mm-hmm. is that in the background? Okay, so you've got Aquaman, 
uh, out in theaters now. You have <laughs> what? You sound like a commercial. Available uh, now. No. <laughs> um, you've got uh, Wonder Woman two that's recently been announced, which I don't or just started production. They made some announcement about it. I don't know what it was, but it was like a month or it's so ago. It's been in production for a while. Then I don't. It, there was some hubbub about like it was a picture of Gal Gadot and the uh, what's the director's name? What's her uh, name? Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. They tweeted out some pitch. Maybe they rap production. I don't fucking know. Anyway, besides the point. The the thing is, though, is so you've got these movies coming out and they're talking about a Birds of Prey movie and a Harley Quinn with whom the fuck ever movie because they got a fucking share. Yeah. The Joaquin Phoenix Joker, which I don't know what the fuck they're doing with that movie. Out of continuity. Why, why the fuck not? But the but the universe, the shared universe that they're trying to build is in the meantime, you're hearing all this background shit of Cavill's out as Superman. So what the fuck's going to happen with the Superman part of it? Affleck's out as Batman. So what the fuck are they like? They're, they keep putting these movies out that are supposedly building into the shared universe. Meanwhile, like that shared universe is just like crumbling to dust. So why the fuck should I invest any of my time and money into these movies when they're going to reboot the whole fucking thing in three years? Because if you well, run exactly, across- but then why are you why are you going to see it? Well, and here's the thing too. Well, my like, wife wants to see I it. Think Aqu- like, I, like I'm still interested in it, but I'm just saying. Like, I mean, to your argument, I feel like you're saying both sides of so, it. So like, Aquaman oh, right. shows up in Batman v Superman, right? And like, cool. People reacted well to that, so they were like fuck, we better make this a movie. And I feel like they rushed it, so there's no care put into this movie. They just were like, mm. Aquaman movie, shit out all of our ideas and go. And but wasn't that like, on the docket before Batman v Superman even came out? Like, I feel like that that was already... I don't already... think so. I think they were saying we'll do everything, but oh. they've been very much on the fly deciding like, uh, yeah, we'll and do that's this what, character. And that's what the movie feels like. like there's Wonder absolutely Woman. no care put into it. The right. soundtrack is all over the goddamn place. Atlantis looks cool, but like put some effort into it. I feel like there's just no effort. I this can't is, speak to it because I haven't seen it. Is this a James Wan movie? Yeah, which is I love James. Yeah, Wan. me too. Like that's the thing. Like of like all of like the action movie gods out there right now, as far James as directors Wan go, is like one of them. he's like the top one. Like, and I was thinking about he today, saved like the, maybe. The, Fast and Furious franchise. And I was thinking about it. Maybe he decided to like be experimental with this one and like revert back to campy who gives who gives a hoot kind of movies. But that doesn't work now. That's the thing. Like, I I don't know. Like, I'm curious. I think it looks like it could be fun. I still. I don't know. I know a ton of people who are like, I had a blast. Love Aquaman. Loved this. Yeah. And. People just accuse me of being too critical all the time. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Space bar. Space bar. <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes.